Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. I wanted to continue the short reflection on the silent prayers that the priest says at the beginning of the Vesper service. We've gotten up to the fourth silent prayer, so I'll read it aloud for you and then make a few comments on it. O thou who, with never silent hymns and never ceasing songs of glory, art hymned by the holy powers, fill our mouths with thy praise that we may magnify thy holy name and grant unto us part and inheritance with all those who fear thee in truth and keep thy commandments. Through the intercessions of the holy Theotokos and of all the saints, for unto thee are due all glory, honor, and worship to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, now and ever, and to ages of ages. Amen. This prayer is especially poignant as we are in, within the Nativity Fast, as our eyes uh, look to the great feast of the Nativity of our Lord that is coming within just a few weeks. And I say that this prayer reflects that, because it, the whole theme of nativity and this preparation, as we have especially throughout uh, the days building up to the Feast of Nativity, we have many more Old Testament uh, saints and prophets that will pop up on the calendar in commemoration, as we are ourselves, like Israel, longing for the Messiah. We obviously have already received the Messiah. We know who the Messiah is, Jesus Christ. But part of the, uh, I'll say it, the tutorial of the education of the church is to prepare ourselves, bring ourselves through these different liturgical seasons so that we may wonder anew and afresh at the miracles and the mighty works that God has done for us, especially in his Son, our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ. The prayer that we just read underlines a main theme of Orthodox worship. And it's a theme that is throughout Scripture, that around God there is always a joyful noise of children. Uh, there's also a never-silent hymn that the angels that are around his throne is where initially Adam and Eve as they prepare the garden, and as God comes and rests in his garden temple with them in paradise, that they would be surrounded and live life uh, with angels. And yet, we know the end of the story is that instead they see on their way out of the garden that an angel is put there in this place. And the angels then, of course, bring messages uh, throughout the Old Testament, and it's even an angel... Uh, that sits waiting uh, there at the empty tomb. It's angels, as we especially prepare for this nativity season, that declare uh, that glory to God in the highest on earth, peace, goodwill towards men, that we are not brethren with angels because they are a different kind of creature than ourselves, but we are akin to them we are to be joining in their song, and it's throughout our liturgy. We talk about we who mystically represent the cherubim and sing the thrice holy hymn, that we in our basic fundamental uh, reason for existence is to give glory and honor to our God, the Creator. 
So we join in this never silent hymnody, the never ceasing songs of glory, because as this prayer says, or asks, God to fill our mouths with thy praise, that we may magnify thy holy name. We've reflected a few times upon these prayers, how it is never, uh, oh God, I'm going to try harder to magnify your name, or I will now praise your name, but it is always ascribing to God, God fill, God do something so that I may be able to do the basic thing that you want me to do, but it's always a reliance upon him. And then of course, this underlines for us the, the nativity that we are preparing for the great operation, uh, uh, rescue operation, that God is going to come because we can't, as we sit with Israel, as we wait his salvation, we've pretty much figured out that we can't save ourselves. And if we haven't, well, there's news for you. There's not much hope within ourselves and our own ability. We are not going to be able to rise ourselves, raise ourselves up from the dead. We are not going to be able to heal our broken bodies. And as they grow older, uh, the more broken, the more pain that we feel. We are not going to be able to heal the relationships that are torn asunder. We are not going to be able to bring the peace and the justice that needs to reign over the earth. That's not going to be on us. It is going to be God who, in his nativity, brought good tidings to all of us, the good news that the captivity uh, is over. And that while we live in the in-between, uh, that the, till the final day of this conquering, we ask God, uh, because he's already done what he has done for us, to fill our mouths with his praise. We also ask, grant unto us part and inheritance with all those who fear thee in truth and keep thy commandments through the intercession of the Holy Theotokos and of all the saints. Not only do we have God who has done the great rescue operation for us, he has also surrounded us with the Theotokos and of all the saints to help us grow in fear of God, a healthy understanding of who God is, and to follow in his commandments, as our Lord said, those who love him keep his commandments. We all understand this in our basic relationships with each other. If we're not able to trust one another and what we ask, uh, what kind of relationship are we actually going to have with one another? Especially in something like marriage or between parents and children. <clears throat> so in these prayers, we ask and we prepare ourselves for uh, this time of preparation that we remember where our hearts need to be set on high with the, the cry with the hymnody of the angels that we remember that it is God who has taken the initiative who has brought us to where we are at who has baptized, chrismated us who feeds us with his body and blood that it is to him that we give that glory, honor, and worship not something that we ourselves have connived. And that in all of this great struggle that we have in order to fill our mouths with praise, we are surrounded by a great host of witnesses and that we strive ever to turn our hearts on high to where his kingdom comes from, where our God has descended and 
has reascended up into heaven to bring us and our hearts captive to reside with him, with his Father, and in the Holy Spirit, now and ever, into ages of ages. Amen. Amen.